Good afternoon. Welcome to North Point of View. Here with Dr. Walter Kimsey's. Walter, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Mark. Good to see you again. Yeah, man. You too. How's everything? Oh, man. Things are peachy. They uh, just get better. Peachy in Georgia. Exactly. Um, <laughs> let's talk about, uh, you called it cheap Europe. I yep. called it the strong dollar. Uh, <laughs> Such a patriot. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to be. Um, all right. How, how did we get here? I mean, the, the dollar, it's crazy. We're at uh, par with the mm -hmm. euro. Right. Right? So, uh, and I'm going to say the first time it's happened in 15 years, and you'll talk about that later. But how do we get here? All right. Basically, there's something called interest rate parity that drives the currency. So what happens is um, it drives the currency value. So basically, you know, if your economy is strong and the strength of your economy is, is reflected in rising interest rates, uh, real interest rates, not inflation. You know, if you have right. to take inflation out of that, then uh, it becomes more attractive to invest in your country's bonds and stocks and anything else. So the money starts flowing in. And the idea basically is that you'll get a higher interest rate payment. And if this trend continues, you benefit also from having a, a better capital gains, you know, or capital appreciation because the the value of your items back in your home currency is is, is going to be higher. <clears throat> so that's what's been going on. The Fed is out there raising interest rates. They've done you know several hikes this year, um, and as you know, I think they're unjustified. But I won't go there. Supply side versus demand side. We'll exactly. get to that later, right? Exactly. We'll, we'll leave that one alone for now. But basically, that's why the uh, the dollar is strong. So we've got all this capital flowing in people selling euros to buy dollars. And we're a safe haven. There's a lot going on right now around the world, right? It sure is. We've got uh, two crazy underdeveloped countries, you know, yeah. threatening war or else engaged in war. Yeah. And so obviously one of the, you know, as you say, cheap Europe, you go to Paris and your dollar goes a lot farther, exactly. right? I mean, it's a 30, maybe even 40% gain to what it was a couple of years ago. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, and, and so, and it's also easier to do the conversion in your head. Yeah, right? I like it. Yeah. You know, it's funny. When I lived in Switzerland, I used to drive over the border over to uh, uh, to Cologne, uh, Cologne, and uh, on the French side, and it's about fifty kilometers away from Zurich, so it's a nothing drive. And um, we went and bought a, a freezer because it was a four hundred franc freezer. And in Switzerland, it was 400 franc freezer, except the Swiss franc was worth four to one against the <laughs> French franc. I remember <laughs> the first time I did a currency exchange in London to the pound. I slipped on 100, I got 58 back. I was like, no, 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 no hang on a second. <laughs> we got to talk. Exactly. I sat there for about 15 minutes and I only got the 58 back. So, <laughs> yeah, so I like cheap Europe was good this, uh, this summer. Um, what else? I know we've got, you know, the, just the import-export uh, side of things. Yeah. So it hurts our exporters. Yeah. And, and for us, it's a little tough because when um, the dollar, uh, how does it go again? Yeah. When the dollar gets strong, uh, commodity prices drop. And, um, and, 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 you know, basically commodities are priced in U.S. dollars. Right. There are some countries that are trying to buy commodities using their own currency, but, you know, like China, but... Nobody really trusts the Chinese currency very much. Right. You know, they have to be the only buyer before you're going to select going into Yuan. Uh, so, uh, so basically, you know, it, it hurts our guys because, um, you know, the commodity price falling is, in dollars is not that great. 
Right. And uh, and your product, you know, uh, is is more expensive to other importers around the world. So it takes the bite out of our exports. We export agricultural things, uh, forest things. Yeah. You know, I think the, the highest consumer good that we export would be frozen animal protein. Yeah. So it's uh, outside of that. Our out exports. of this port, it's uh, dirt, trees, and chicken, right? Exactly. As Stacey Watson tells us. <laughs> I love that. Let's <laughs> keep it simple. Yeah. Uh, and then sort of, I, I don't know, we had an article today that you and I talked about. Yes. The, the, the unintended consequences. But it's, I mean, it's reality. We've got these uh, emerging markets, these... Uh, you know, third world countries that because of a strong dollar now are facing the issue that they're not able to make their debt payments. Mm -hmm. uh, we've got uh, cash crunch in a, in a few countries where they're talking about, you know, going into the, you know, this time of year, heating oil purchases and things like that. So we could actually see a crisis in several countries because of the currency. Exactly. And then, of course, the, uh, you know, that, that horrible Russian aggression towards the Ukraine and then not allowing wheat to be exported to the rest of the starving world has only driven commodity prices up further. Right. So if you have, you know, you're, if you're a small underdeveloped country, the large ones are okay. They got enough dollar reserves to get through this. Yeah. But the smaller ones, they, uh, they don't have the currency reserves to buy food. Yeah. I mean, this is where we're... What, what, what's happening with the Fed raising interest rates is we are going to put the world in a recession, a deep recession, faster than the U.S. inflation will come down. Yeah, that's, that's, how I, I, see that's it. A, I mean, that's a big statement, but mm -hmm. I don't disagree with you. Yeah. Um, th those are those unintended consequences. You know, it's, it's sort of interesting or maybe fun to talk about, you know, being able to buy, you know, wine in France and, you know, I, I bought, you know, three bottles instead of two. That's great. Mm -hmm. But then when you talk about underdeveloped countries not being able to pay, make their loan payments or buy wheat or fuel for the winter, that's a different scenario. We, we've got some real issues here. No, you're right. And you sent me that other, those other articles showing how Latin America is shifting to the left. Yeah. Mexico, Ecuador is already there, but Chile is now moving to the left. Colombia elected some, you know, uh, well, I won't say insulting stuff, but basically I don't think he was a very good choice for president, but right. he's a leftist. And kind of like a lot of people in this country who are worried about things, the environment, they want to cause a lot of change without considering the consequences. Right. But us raising our interest rates, making the dollar strong is pushing a lot more of the world to the left and definitely against us. I mean, uh, you know, uh, Senator, uh, Secretary of State Blinken went to Africa to try to get more support to to denounce Russia, and uh, they I think they tossed him out on his keister. Yeah, so we've got uh, a lot of issues connected with the currency, but then back to uh, port business, industrial real estate. Uh, what's the impact there? Well. The, the key thing here is that there, we already, as you pointed out to me, right, the United States is just flooded with capital. You know, getting capital for us to do development and other things is not a problem. Yep. And with Europe, what we're seeing is um, a large amount of capital flowing into the U.S. to capture the, you know, the, the, the return benefits. And a friend of mine who looks at FERPTA, that's the federal uh, foreign guys uh, stuff that you have to file. 
uh, to be able to use foreign money uh, you know, in your investment fund. I said the number of crypto applications has gone through the roof. Yeah. And what that means is even more capital for industrial real estate. Yeah, which um, again, we get into that at another point, but our mm -hmm. pluses and minuses of that too, right? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Walter, great to be with you, man. Hey, man. As always. Thanks for everything. Take care. Mm -hmm.